All right, Chavre, good morning. We are learning the 12th letter in Igeres HaKodesh, which is also connected, God willing, to the 13th letter. And the theme of these letters is about the concept of bringing peace into the world, world peace. And the Altarebbe writes something, Mamash Gavaldik. And we say by davening, Oysa Shalom B'mreimov, Fuyasa Shalom Oleinu. And the Altareb explains in these letters how the shalom that's made above is very different than the shalom that's made down here. And it has to be that way. First of all, the Altareb just chasiting the basics. Within God Almighty Himself, there is no need for peace because the whole concept of peace is only when there is division and potential for conflict. In a Hashem Echad, the way we understand, there's, there's only God, Hashem is Yachid, Yuchid. You don't say the word peace, even though everything is at peace, but since there's not even the potential for conflict because there's only one, so we, the, the, God doesn't have to be b'sholem. There is only one. Shalom begins, or the need of peace begins, when you have more than one. So outside of Hashem, beginning in the heavens above, beginning with the ten spheres of Atzilus, and then beginning with the Malachim, and every sphere is different than the other, and some of them can be opposites than the other, so you have Mechol and Gavriel. Mechol is Sarei Shalmayim and Gavriel is Sarei Shalesh. They are, they are mamish different. They're opposites. That's why Begashmias, we see that in the physical world, fire and water, they are enemies to each other in the way that either one or the other will win. You can't have both together. Either the water is going to uh, put out the fire or the fire is going to evaporate the water. And they are at conflict and there is a need to bring peace amongst them. And that's the, the need for peace. Bimraimov is a, amongst opposite forces. In this world, the opposition of forces translates ultimately to good and evil. That there's good in this world, and then there's evil in this world, and they are enemies. And here also there is a need to make peace between them. So explains the Alter Rebbe that the peace in the heavens and the peace down here are very different concepts of peace. The peace in the heavens would mean that we should get Gavriel and Michal to work together. Which is a great accomplishment. And how is it even possible if they are opposite forces? So you have to introduce into the heavens such a great revelation of God that just like we can experience the Mashal Hasidus gives is when you have people that have very different natures and they are opposing each other. If the, if the king walks into the room because of their reverence to the king, because of their equal bittle to the king, each one will put their desire aside and they only want to do what, what the king wants. So there'll be a harmony that is introduced simply because they are in the presence of a power that's infinitely greater than theirs. So when there's a gilui of godliness in the heavens, Michal and Gavriel put their differences aside and they do what God wants. The reason why they are able to put the differences aside and to do what God wants is because from the outset, their kavanah was only to do the will of God. None of them were ever opposing God. Nor was then, Gavriel understands that the way to serve Hashem is through Gvura. Michal understands that the way you serve God is through Chesed. But they both had the same goal to begin with. And now that God is there, their common goal and together, cope, together with the fact that they are bottle in front of God allows them to mamash work together. So peace would never mean that one negates the other. Fakert, their, their ultimate goal, Bechlal, didn't change. Nor was then, it's the way you serve God that 
they were having an argument. This one says, this is the right way. The other one says, the, the other way is the right way. And they'll, they'll come to an understanding amongst each other because of God's presence. In this world, good and evil, until the coming of Mashiach, where evil will be transformed, but before we get the transformation, the meaning of peace has to be that good has to vanquish evil. We have to annihilate evil from this world. Making peace with evil in this world in the context of peace above is wrong. In other words, the, we're not going to come to an understanding with evil when good and evil have opposite purposes. They're going in an opposite direction. Good wants to fulfill the will of God. The way we define evil are powers that are going against the will of God. Whether they understand the word God or not, but they're going in the opposite direction. And Shalom in this world means you got to destroy evil. So when you destroy the evil, there's no opposing forces. So how do you make peace over here? Peace over here means is that you destroy the, the Ra. Now, yes, there is a concept of transforming the evil into the good. That's Shaykh, but that's a, that's a futuristic Mashiach de Keruach. That you're going to get Ra itself, but also Ra has to completely give up its Ra. Ra has to admit that I am Ra, I am evil. And I will now join forces, I will become good. But Ra itself has to be vanquished. That's a very important Nukudah Tachat. Many people, therefore, parenthetically, that's their mistake. When they understand that peace in this world means peace in the heavens, that's the beginning of the end. And you try to negotiate with something that's evil. You try to make a compromise with evil. That never works out in this world. So Takah, we say, We link them. We link them because the, what helps us achieve peace in the heavens is bringing in a greater gilui of God which will make Mechol and Gabriel work together. Same is done in this world. How do you vanquish evil? By bringing in a greater gilu Yavalikos. When God is revealed, then evil becomes vanquished. It becomes vanquished, and therefore we have peace. So it's done through the same medium, but the result, the, the picture of the peace has to be mamash opposites. In the heavens, you're making a, a, a shituf. Here on earth, you are destroying the evil. Says the Rebbe Gavaldik that how do you achieve peace in the heavens? And how do you achieve peace over here? How do you bring in this greater revelation of God? Tzedakah. Dafka tzedakah. That tzedakah, especially the tzedakah that's beyond your capacity. When you're going beyond your measure. And these letters were written to Yidin that used to give a fixed amount of tzedakah every year. And like in every uh, you know, economy, there are ups and there are downs. So there were certain years where the, the Russians were going through a very difficult economy. So people might have been given the same percent of, but they were giving lower numbers. And the Al-Tarebbe wrote these letters to explain to them that they should not diminish their tzedakah. A Rebbe has the right and the koyach and the effectiveness of writing such a letter. And he was successful. And he, the Al-Tarebbe was saying, he was acknowledging that giving beyond your means is going outside of your, you're going outside of your kalim. But that's exactly how you make peace. You have to bring in a level of godliness that's beyond what was there until now. And how do we bring such a level of godliness into the higher worlds and then into this world? By dafka giving tzedakah. And giving tzedakah beyond your midah, beyond the midas, beyond your, your limits. So you are being compassionate beyond. That evokes God of, so to say, revealing himself beyond how he was revealed until then. And every time you have this new higher level of a of alikos, that affects peace in the heavens. And the Altarebbe writes, it affects peace here on earth. Meaning, he gives an example that certain Tanoim, certain Amoroim, before they daven, they gave tzedakah. 
which is why it's a minig Yisrael now, that before we daven, we give tzedakah. Some people have a minig to give tzedakah during davening when they say the words that the Rebbe spoke about it. I remember when I was there when the Rebbe was speaking, he said that whoever does that should continue to do it. But the Rebbe wanted for people to give tzedakah before davening dafke, before you begin davening. So when you say, it shouldn't only be words, you should do an action. And the Rebbe says, if you're giving tzedakah during davening, keep on doing good. And add tzedakah before davening. The Rebbe also mentioned then that sometimes during davening, someone is going to ask you, why are you giving tzedakah? What are you doing? And that part of davening, we're not allowed to talk. If you give tzedakah before you daven, you have an opportunity, if, if there's a need, to explain to, uh, to your fellow Jew what you're doing and why he should also do that. Oh. And why, why did they give tzedakah before they davened? Because during davening, there is a war going on within a person. An inner war. And that is that the godliness in the person is looking forward to the moment of davening. The negative, the evil in the person, challenges us, dafka when we're davening. It's very common that people that have a general ability to stay focused and concentrated will have a harder time dafka when they're davening. Bechlal. And bechlal, when you do a mitzvah, specifically when you daven, the Zoyer calls davening the time of war. Because that is where the, the Yetzir Hara within me will become awakened understanding the greatness that is accomplished through davening, and it's going to try to disturb me. So there's a war, and we have to make peace. What is peace? Peace means to annihilate the bad. Now, true, we're not going to fully annihilate the bad as of yet, but at least that during davening, the Yetzir Hara should be quiet. The Yetzir Hara should go to sleep. The Yetzir Hara should, should act as if it's dead. That will be to our tremendous benefit, then we'll be able to daven better. So how do you accomplish this shalom, which means the eradication temporarily, of the ra within the person, which is not allowing us to daven, dafka by giving tzedakah. It says that do it, give tzedakah, and you're going to see, he tells us chasidim, that you'll be able to daven better. So they'll be giving tzedakah in order to daven, which is the concept of peace in this world.